Welcome back to the Crush Cast, episode 11, where the equitable force gets to know our people and gets inspired by our people. This interview is with Brent Koch, regional honor agent. Took place September of 2019. The world was different, but the fundamentals are the same. You'll hear about his journey, starting by walking in neighborhoods, knocking on doors, and ultimately becoming the number one advisor in the country. Enjoy. All right, here we go. Brent Koch, one of the regional honor agents here at the Old Guard. So let's go back to when you broke into the business. When you were originally approached, why did this make sense to you? Why break into the financial services business? Um, I was looking for a way to make my way through college. And I decided instead of architecture, I was going to go into business and I wanted to go sell something. I figured I could make more money selling something while I was going to college. So I answered an ad for... Uh, life insurance sales. I had no idea what it was. And so when I went in, they gave me a limerick exam and they met with me. I was 22 and they said, you know, the limerick exam shows that you could probably make it in sales, but you'll struggle with sophisticated things. And it really bugged me. I said, (laughs) what do you mean struggle with sophisticated things? He goes, but hey, don't worry about that. We're going to give you a chance. Okay. So they gave me an $800 a month salary which I thought this is great. It can help with school. Sure. And and they said if you make more in commissions and everything like that, but you need to make a hundred calls a day. Um, and I came in and. So what year are you in school? This was this is when I was twenty two. Okay. So nineteen eighty two. Okay. Yeah. And so are you a junior in college? Or are you a senior in college? No, I I'd served a mission okay. for the LDS Church, yep. which I knocked on doors for two years in England. Okay, so you knew how to prospect. Well, I knew, I knew how to talk to people. Yep. I knew I loved to talk to people, right? So when I came back and I look, was looking at this job, I had to pay my way through college. And so I had a rate book, and I decided to go and knock on doors in the rich neighborhoods in Salt Lake City. And how were you received? How they did could, that go? They could, they could not believe I was knocking on the door <laughs> to talk to him about life insurance. It wasn't encyclopedias. It wasn't bad yeah. games. It was some dude knocking on my door to talk to me about life Would insurance. Would they open the door and say, they, I don't they, want an encyclopedia? No, they opened the door and they go, what are you doing? Because I was in a suit. Yeah. And I say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm here because I'd like to talk to you about buying life insurance. And they go, at my door? I go, well, isn't this where you live? And I go, yeah. yeah. And I, I go, I don't know where you work. So. Was, did this work? I mean, It did. It, it did. did. It totally worked. Uh, within a month of starting, I sold probably 15 policies door to door. But really, I couldn't do it during the day. So I said to the manager, I go, who is the hardest people to contact? And he said, attorneys. I said, okay. So I just started calling attorneys because I wanted to be able to. You figured no one else was calling them. Yeah. I thought, I'm going to call them. Okay. So I called attorneys. I sold my first million dollar policy to an attorney. And uh, we had a great whole life. Now, product. you would call them, though. You wouldn't go to their office, or no, would you? Okay. No. Well, okay. I would call them. There's a couple offices where complexes where attorneys were, and I would just walk in. Yeah. i go in and just walk into those offices. So you, you're just a confident guy, right? I mean, you're used to, as you said, approaching yeah. people. You're comfortable approaching people yeah. and getting them talking. Yeah. Well, the big thing is, is that, that I realize they don't really know me. Yeah. So if they say no, I mean, people, sometimes it bothers new agents if yeah. they're approaching someone or they're making calls that they say no and I don't know who they are they don't know me so if they say no I'm, yeah, I don't it doesn't, take it personally. doesn't bother you that much no and I and I know that 
what I'm selling and what I'm trying to get across to them is really important. So, so we go back to the very beginning of your career. You're in college. You're comfortable calling on people. You went door to door, and you were really doing it to make additional income while you're going through school. Yeah. And then along the way, figured out, geez, I'm pretty good at this. Yeah. So what had happened is my first six months, I had the the salary schedule they had at eight hundred dollars. I had earned enough to maintain that salary for three and a half years. Okay. Right. Yeah, you were really clicking. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah. So I got this big bonus, and I sold a policy to a money manager, hmm. and he approached me to come into the money management business. And um, so I so, I left selling life insurance, went to the money management business. I did an apprenticeship there, um, and while I was there, they had me an, analyze one of our clients' uh, life insurance policies because he had a twenty eight percent return, and even though interest rates were eleven twelve percent. It seemed really weird. It was the very first equitable whole life okay. policy, and it was variable. And so variable I saw this. Life, I saw yeah. this equitable name, right? I saw this equitable name. One thing led to another. I went to work for a consulting firm, and we signed an agreement with Equitable out of New York. Our consulting firm with it did, and I was teaching all the West Coast um, seminars on how to implement 401k with Barclays 401k and. Yeah and Flex Spending Accounts, which was our consulting firm, together. And that's how I met Rich Bonadio in Orange County at a seminar. And Rich Bonadio says, aren't you, tra- aren't you just tired? He was the agency manager. He said, aren't you just tired of traveling? I said, you know, I really am. Because hmm. I've, been, I've been through 38 states and yeah. four years of the consulting firm. He said, you know, we're looking for guys like you down in Southern California. Have you ever thought about moving? I said, well, if I was going to move anywhere, it would be Southern California. So one thing led to another. Um, I'd build a house in Salt Lake City. I thought, you know what? I'm going to move to Southern California. I'm going to sign a contract. I'm going to go back to selling life insurance. You're a gunslinger. In Southern California. <laughs> and so did looking back, does that seem like a really aggressive or risky move? Or, no, or at the because, time, did you just had great belief in yourself and seemed like a great adventure? Yeah, because here's the thing. Um, in our industry, even today, it's harder to get into our industry today. We have we have uh, more barriers than we did back when I was entering in, right? Yeah. But they're different barriers than they were back then. But they're but the work ethic is still the same, right? And it's being able to work smarter. We have uh, technology and things where if I had the same technology back then. I would have been working a lot smarter than I was back then. Does that All make right, sense? So let's pick this apart. You knew that you worked hard. Yeah. You knew that you were good with people. Right. And so to you, it didn't really seem that risky. You knew that you were going to deliver an effort. You knew that you were tired of traveling. And you yeah. knew that you could contact people. So. Well, and, I, and I wanted to do something that it, no matter that if I put in the effort, um, I'd have the rewards. You'd get paid commensurate with your effort. The great thing about our industry, everybody's a prospect. Right. And, and you can work with whomever you want. If you want to work with law firms, you work with law firms. If you want to work with uh, you know, business owners, you work with business owners. If you want to just work with you know, uh, banks, you just work, you work like Mark, Mark uh, Mitchell does. You just work with banks. So let's go to today. And all these years later, you're now a regional honor agent, one of the most prestigious awards in our company, one of the top producers in the company every single year. Who are you working with today? 
Most of my clients are uh, privately held businesses, business owners. Okay. Even when it comes down to doctors and clinics and things of that nature, that's what I gravitate to. And what kind of solutions do you end up providing for them? Our company really has a portfolio that really lends itself to the private business owner. Yeah. It really does. In everything that we have, in our benefits, our retirement benefits, our policies, our life policies, our sophistication and strategies, and all the type of business planning that we can do from A to Z, yeah. um, whether it's estate planning, succession planning, everything, and all the contracts that we have, the investments that we have, and the policies that we have, all fit into that model. And, uh, and we're in a space that I don't feel like any other brokerage companies, money management companies, none of those companies are really in the space like we are. Yeah. Now, how do you manage your juggle? Uh, you married five kids. Four girls. Four girls. And then how many? Nine gr- grandkids. Nine grandchildren. Yeah. So how do you keep it all together? What's your, how do you manage the juggle? Um, a, lot, a lot of delegating. I've learned over the years that Cracker Jack's staff is really what will make me successful. Like the year that I was able to achieve number one, yeah. Yeah, I, there's no way, there's no way I would have done it without staff. There's no way. The, the more that I rely on staff and the more that I invest in staff, the more successful I actually become. And when did you start investing in a support team? When I took it upon myself when I became a district manager, okay. and they wanted me to spend so much time in recruiting, they wanted me to spend so much time in production, yeah. I, I wanted to do joint work with my uh, associates in the district, and I wanted to be focused on the business market, not on the evening market, not on the mortgage market, or anything like that type of stuff, right, in, during the day. Yeah. So I used staff. I hired my own secretary, even though... Um, Acts provided, uh, you know, a partial secretary as a district. I hired another secretary. Yeah. Um, you just knew that that I was just knew. Be the best investment it, you could yeah, make. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I tell the people in, in our platinum firm, if you do not invest in staff, if you're filling out forms that are service forms or you're doing different things that you don't have to do. This is why you function so well with the small business owner because you yeah. function like one. You are running... A business just like them you can relate to them yeah of all the things going on for you in your business and in your life what are you most excited about right now uh, our industry yeah yeah what is I, it? I really am I, I we're, we're in a situation I it's so neat to see our company come back into the US yeah and be US controlled it's just it's really exciting to me it really is that's cool I, I'm, I'm pumped about it hey I'm we are too it. and we're in a great space uh, we should be just lights out dealing with uh, small business and businesses are on the rise, entrepreneurs on the rise, yep. and we're entrepreneurs, you know, and uh, we should relate to that. And so, and I'm excited, you know, I am at the age now where all these years you, you've been putting in the effort. I want to put it to work and, and uh, give it another 10 years. Yeah, you're having fun. Well, yeah. thanks for spending time with me and congratulations on Regional Honors. Appreciate it. Thanks, well Jim. done. Hope you enjoyed that discussion. Interesting perspective. Brent is clearly not put off by no's. As he says it, what I'm getting across is important. People say no, doesn't bother me. He is an entrepreneur and as a result really connects with entrepreneurs. His advice, invest in staff. 
Love his optimism for the future. The future of advice has never been bigger. Be proud of what you do, folks. Have a great day.